0: hello everyone and welcome to the sustainable hive podcast sponsored by be joyful shop michigan's first zero waste and refillery i'm your host jessica thompson just like you i'm trying to cut down on waste and live a healthier more sustainable life i don't want to be overwhelmed by eco guilt and i'm sure you don't either my goal is to encourage educate and inspire you to get started and to do the best that we can. Join me each week as I share simple solutions to some big problems. Let's get started with today's show. Today we will be talking about the history and future of straws. What is a straw? Well, if you don't know, a drinking straw is a utensil that is intended to carry the contents of a beverage up to your mouth. A straw is used by placing one end in your mouth and the other in a drink. By using suction, you bring what's in the cup to your mouth. Drinking straws can be straight or be angled. Where did straws come from? Well, the history of the straw is actually quite interesting. The first known straws were made by the Sumerians and they were used for drinking beer probably to avoid the solid byproducts of fermentation that were sinking to the bottom of the cup. The oldest drinking straw in existence was found in a Sumerian tomb dating to 3,000 BCE. It was a gold tube inlaid with precious blue stones. Argentines and their neighbors have, for several hundred years, used a similar metallic device called a bombilla that acts as both a straw and a sieve. In the 1800s, the ryegrass straw came into fashion because it was cheap and soft, but it had an unfortunate tendency to turn to mush when put in a liquid. Marvin C. Stone patented the modern drinking straw made of paper in 1888. To address the shortcomings of the ryegrass straw, he came upon the idea while drinking a mint julep on a hot day in Washington, D.C. The taste of the grass straw was mixing with the drink and giving it a grassy taste, which he didn't find very appealing. So he wound paper around a pencil to make a thin tube, slid out the pencil from one end, and applied glue between the strips. Later, he refined that by building a machine that would coat the outside of the paper with wax to hold it all together, and then that way it wouldn't dissolve in his bourbon. Disposable plastic straws eventually grew in popularity with the development of polypropylene plastic in the 1950s, and the straw's growing presence was helped by marketing that emphasized the straw's cleanliness, healthfulness, and durability. The plastic industry lobby, which opposes plastic bans and regulations, likes to stress sanitation as an important element. However, they have no regard for the long-lasting and devastating effects of plastic. Let's look at how straws can be good. Straws can help to protect against cavities. If positioned correctly, straws can limit the contact between liquids and teeth, which can help to prevent cavities if you're consuming something sugary or acidic. Do you have sensitive teeth? Grab a straw. Straws can be great for those who suffer from tooth sensitivity because they allow cold and hot liquids to pass by the teeth without contact. Straws can also help those who need them. For certain people, straws can be a huge help. Certain disabilities can create barriers for completing everyday tasks, such as drinking a glass of water. Straws can help make that more accessible for everyone. Today's episode is sponsored by Be Joyful Shop, Michigan's first zero waste and refillery. Be Joyful offers plastic-free alternatives for you and your home. Located in downtown Kalamazoo, Michigan, and shipping plastic-free worldwide. Stop in and see what they have to offer for sustainable alternatives, over 65 personal and household refills, and 20 free community resources. Find Be Joyful Shop online and on all social media platforms. So what's the problem with straws? Well, like anything else that a person uses once and then promptly throws in the garbage, they're certainly not great. Even if they look innocent and whimsical, like a twisty straw. Because plastic straws are made of a relatively thin material, They break down into smaller plastic particles, known as microplastics, more quickly. They're also not recyclable in most facilities. According to EcoCycle, roughly 500 million disposable straws are used by Americans daily, although some say that number might be low. Straws were ranked the seventh most common piece of trash collected on global beaches by volunteer cleanup crews. The straw movement received a major bump in public consciousness back in 2015, thanks to a graphic viral video shot by a marine biologist. You may have seen it. It's where he extracted a virtually unrecognizable plastic straw crammed up the nostril of a live and very uncomfortable sea turtle. Now that we've established that straws can be great, but plastic straws not so much, what are the alternatives? Luckily, we have a lot. There are compostable plastic straws, old-fashioned paper straws, reusable metal straws, bamboo straws, and even pasta and licorice straws. But each option presents its own challenges. Compostable straws are the most natural choice. Unfortunately, they are more expensive and they only break down as advertised if they successfully land in a composting facility. Paper straws can be flimsy, if not well-made. Some say metal straws bother them, and the list can go on and on. Now, for businesses that serve primarily dining customers, metal straws or bamboo straws can be good and save money. Or it can be as easy as not putting plastic straws out in a drink, having options if needed, and then confidently standing behind their decision. For an individual You can bring a reusable straw when you go out or saying no to a straw if you're able is a simple thing to do but can have a big impact. If you have any questions or comments, visit me at www.bejoyfulshop.com and until next week, remember to be joyful that we have the power to make a change.